Hello, and welcome to the Leader Lab, the podcast powered by Life Labs Learning, where we study what exceptional leaders do differently. Each week, my lab mates and I will distill our findings into powerful tipping point skills, the smallest changes that tip over to make the biggest impact in the shortest time. The result? You become a better leader faster. I'm your host, Vanessa Tunisian. I'm a leadership trainer at Life Labs, and I'm incredibly excited about the theme for our next five episodes, which will be all about difficult conversations. Difficult conversations can be anything from a workplace negotiation, a tricky feedback situation, or even an argument with a loved one. So we're going to be exploring in the next few episodes the art and science of managing difficult conversations well. How can we turn conflict into connection? Getting us started today is Roy Ben Yehuda. Roy specializes in the field of negotiation and conflict resolution. He's also a trainer at Life Labs Learning, as well as a regular lecturer at Columbia University and John Jay College of Criminal Justice. Fun fact for you all, Roy has more babies than kidneys and is the first employee at Life Labs to become a parent. So we affectionately call him Baby Papa. Welcome to the Leader Lab, Baby Papa. Thank you, Vanessa. It's a pleasure to be here uh, with you and our listeners to discuss one of my favorite topics in the world. I'm one of those weirdos who believe in the motto to never let a good conflict go to waste. And I want to share with with you all some of my favorite tips for managing conflict and difficult conversations well. We're all ears. And I know that you have limited time because your babies are literally banging on that door. So let's get to it. All right. So the key to successful conflict resolution, you ready for this? Mm Mm-hmm this is a secret, is paying attention to the right conversation. Wait, 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 wait. So you're already telling me that there's more than one conversation at play at once? Yep. Yep. There are a number of conversations and we need to train our brain to recognize and differentiate between the what they said conversation and the why they said it conversation. And it's the latter conversation that we should really be mindful of. Okay. So the why conversation, Mm. Uh, this is ringing a bell. Is this the same thing as positions versus interests? I know that I'm not completely lost here, right? Yeah. Positions are what people say they want and interests are why they want them. I see. So what is the value of making that separation? It allows us to separate the signal from the noise and help us become more creative with our problem-solving efforts. Research shows that training people to make this separation, differentiating between the what and the why, allows them to create more value for themselves and for others. The thing is, if I only concentrate on what you say you want in the conversation, which is what most of us do in these difficult conversations, mm-hmm. a little bit, I want more of this, I want less of that, then it really limits my ability to be creative in meeting your needs. But if I understand why you want something, if I understand what are your core interests, then I can be a lot more creative with coming up with multiple options for mutual gain, not just mm. for self-gain. That's a very sexy way of saying creating a win-win. Am I right about that? <laughs> I am sexy. You are right about that. I mean, about the question. We're creating oh, a win-win. Sorry. Okay. So I'm curious, what are some examples of this in the world of work? Sure. Let's say that your position is that you want a promotion, which of course can be a really difficult conversation to have with your boss. What's the interest behind that position? Now, most of us, I think, will naturally think, well, it's 
money, right? Like that, that's what it's all about. Uh, and most of us would then stop there. But I want to suggest there's probably more to it than just money. And we shouldn't just get stuck with money. Mm, what do you mean? The great <laughs> poet P. Diddy said it's all about the Benjamins, right? Isn't it always about money? <laughs> Be that as it may, uh, I would first want to know why, why do you need that money? For example, currently, I need more money because we're rehiring our, our nanny and I need to cover that cost. The thing is, maybe you, my employer, you don't want to actually increase my salary, uh, which would be your position because you're afraid of creating some inequity amongst the team, which would be actually your interest. Now, if we both actually know this about one another and assuming I'm not the only parent in the company, then we can, again, get really creative with coming up with options that meet our needs outside of those positions. Like, possibly creating a future daycare in the office, for, for example, so that way there's no inequity and my needs are met. It could also be that I'm asking for a promotion because I need more recognition in the work that I'm doing, uh, or, or maybe that I feel like I'm not making enough progress in, in my day-to-day work, and, I th- and I'm thinking that a promotion will satisfy that particular need. And now if these are my interests, say recognition or making progress, then of course there are a bunch of other ways of satisfying those needs in addition to a promotion or outside of increasing my salary. Right. So getting more positive feedback or possibly developing new skills or even working on some new projects. Exactly. That's the power of unlocking these problem-solving skills. All right. You feel like running a little experiment with this? I'm always game for an experiment. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to throw some positions at you, uh, at you and our listeners. And I want you to take a moment and try to guess their potential interest behind the positions. Right? So let's try this. Let's say my position is I don't want to attend the meeting. You invite me to a meeting and I, and I press no reject. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that feel, feel similarly, um, possibly because time is precious and they are working on some hard deadlines or maybe mm. the meeting just does not feel useful, right? Yeah. So already you're uncovering some of those interests and you can work with that, right? There's, there's probably a conversation to be had there. What about we need another position? We need to expand our product offering. I get really excited about this one. So this <laughs> is positioning the company as a thought leader, being able to satisfy our clients better, or selfishly, maybe I just want to flex my product innovation skills myself and learn some new skills. Right. And there are a thousand and one ways of doing that outside of just expanding our product offering. Now, it could be, by the way, that that's the way to do so. But now that I know the interest, I can probably be more creative in how I go about and meet that need. This time, let's think about negotiating with ourselves, not necessarily with somebody else. Now, let's say my position is, and this, this is a fight that I have every single day. My position <laughs> is, I want a cookie. <laughs> I got a delicious chocolate chip treat. I mean, I want one right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess mm. the, for the moments that I grab a cookie, uh, I'll step into this one. I'm bored or I'm looking for comfort. So my interest is to create some of that with a cookie, or maybe I just need a, a jumpstart, some energy to get me through the day. Yeah. So what idea would you have to meet that need outside of just eating a cookie? Yeah, I could possibly call up a friend. Um, Life Labs, we call it a soul stroll. When you call a lab mate and have a conversation, or mm. I might do a little bit of exercise, go for a quick run to re-energize. Yeah. There's a mil- now that you say it, there are a million and one ways to avoid a cookie if I needed to. 
Right. And that's the key point here is that we're training our mind to pay attention to the right conversation, the right conversation we're having with others, but also the right conversation we're having with ourselves, the why versus the what, the interest versus the positions. Great. So this is a really applicable in making an educated guess, but I want to know how we can make the conversation even more robust by discovering people's true interests. So how do we go about doing that? It's mm, a great question. Uh, I would say that you go about doing that by defaulting into a mode of curiosity. What at Life Labs we call Q-stepping, which simply means asking more questions, getting curious and asking more questions, questions of yourself and questions of others. Of yourself, you could ask one of my favorite questions to ask before having a difficult, potentially difficult conversation is why will they say yes to what I'm proposing? Why will they say no to what I'm proposing? Or maybe asking of them in the conversation, just to understand where you're coming from, making sure that we're, we're on the same page. What's important to you about X, Y, and Z? Or why is this important to you? Or just asking somebody, can you walk me through your thinking? Now, it could be that this is a difficult conversation and, and the person is not really giving you too much in the conversation. And in that case, I would suggest that you disclose some of your own interests to set the tone, the collaborative tone that you want to see in the conversation and engender some reciprocity from your conversational partner. Okay. You dropped some knowledge on us today, Rui. So let me see if I can capture it all. So one, we want to make sure that we're paying attention to the right conversation, the why conversation versus the what, what being positions and why being interests. Two, we want to be able to separate them. And three, we can get at people's true interests and needs by getting curious with both ourselves and others. And then doing that we're able to have a more constructive, difficult conversation. Hmm. So that brings us to our Leader Lab listener experiment of the week. So Rui, what should we have folks try out this week? So this week, what I'd like our listeners to do is mentally underline every time they hear either themselves or somebody else take some kind of stand, take some kind of position on some issue the what conversation, and then ask yourselves what might be some of the underlying interests behind that stand, the why conversation. Train your brain to do this so that when the difficult moment arrives, and Vanessa, I promise you, it will arrive, you will problem solve like a pro. Wow. Baby Papa, I think our work here is done. And that's a wrap of another episode of The Leader Lab. Make sure that you subscribe so that way you don't miss an episode and share this with someone else so we can all benefit from having a few more outstanding leaders in the world. Share insights and feedback with us on Twitter at Life Labs Learn or on LinkedIn at Life Labs Learning. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.